Hello and welcome to the next episode of the Hub World podcast. My name is Jules from the Hub World and today I am joined by Matteo from the Hub World and Gino. Welcome. Um, so today we, um, well, th- there's a bit of news uh, like in the gaming community which got us thinking about other stuff but there in the last like little while we we got an update on e3 which for those of you who don't know what e3 is um it is the big like gaming expo that happens every summer um and last year it was canceled due to um the pandemic um and the year before that there were a lot of issues and it's just e3 has been in a weird place for the last um couple years where we weren't sure like how long it might continue or whether it was just gonna fade away completely sony backed out of it um in in the most recent e3 and like it the state of e3 was unsure and after the pandemic we weren't really sure whether it was going to come back at all especially this year with the pandemic still being here um but it was announced that e3 will be returning this june um in a digital format and many companies have committed to it nintendo microsoft capcom um a lot of companies have come out and said that they will be there um no word on sony yet but that's all right yeah i'm really excited to have e3 back personally just because it's just it's just like a return to a sense of like a normal summer like it's like the one thing that like i know for us as a group collectively like we all would get together um like hang out at someone's house spend like two days get pizza and like just drink watch have fun play games and watch all the conferences and we like we made like a proper like we were already viewing the content as kind of like a digital content when we could physically still hang out but now with the uh with the current pandemic we can still do that and we're just going to be hanging out in discord and maybe yeah. like having our own pizzas instead yeah, of sharing exactly. pizza <laughs> um so i like we're very excited about e3 and we talked a bit about whether we should talk about e3 as an episode but we figured let's wait till e3 is around the corner and then we'll we're looking forward to doing we're gonna cover yeah the you know what out of e3 <laughs> yeah we're gonna do quite I'm a bit so on hyped. e3 we're very I'm excited so um like that this will be our like we're very excited that e3 is happening in this year that we've started the podcast because like one of the we've we talked about before but like when the nintendo direct happened a few months ago we're super excited because those are the kind of moments we started the podcast for because we really wanted to speculate and knowing that e3 is coming we know like we're going to be able to just jump on everything and speculate yeah. and react. And we're just very excited. So yeah. we're going to save the E3 talk for closer to E3. Um, so that will be ways away. But the reason we brought it up is E3 started to get us thinking about just upcoming games, who could be there, what could get announced. And one company in particular stood out in our minds. Um, so again, rewinding back to the beginning of the, the pandemic, um, before E3 got canceled, there were a lot of delays happening. Not just delays on games, but delays on announcements. Um, and one of the ones that got delayed was an announcement from Sega that they were supposed to make um, at SXSW, which I'm South not by sure Southwest. What... South yeah, by Southwest. Go. Yep. There you go. And they were supposed to make an announcement and they had been teasing since um, December that for the 30th anniversary of Sonic, they were going to be um, announcing quite a bit about Sonic. They said that there was going to be video games announced. Um, there was going to be other media announced. Like they, they said they had like a big anniversary event planned and there, that was supposed to kind of kick it off. And then they delayed. <laughs> yeah, they delayed it. They said, hi, everybody. We know the delays, that delays are way past not cool. But with the whole world in its current state and to keep our team safe, we need to wait to show you um, our content until things have settled. Thank you for the patience. And we'll let you know as soon as we have a date to share. And here we are a year later, still waiting for the date. Um, actually, 
we're almost coming up like a week from today will actually be a full year from when they made that statement. Um, mm-hmm. And it's been radio so, silent. I remember at like, this point because I completely <laughs> forgot that there was Sonic news happening. Yeah, and, and like kind of surprised me, like, oh, we're gonna get some new stuff. And we're all big Sonic fans here, like, and by not big the... Sonic fans, we are not the Sonic fans that sit around and defend every bad game that come out. We're the Sonic fans that like we like Sonic, we like the games that were good. We have a we childhood and like an attachment. Sonic, but, <laughs> we don't make YouTube also, machinimas. <laughs> yeah, but we also re- acknowledge that like the series has had a shaky decade and we are always excited for a new Sonic announcement because we really want we want Sonic hope, to be good. Hope that Sonic will be the next Sonic game will be good. And at least recently it's at least been hit or miss. Like it hasn't been as bad. Like it was bad for a while. At least the last yeah. few games, there have been some bad, but some really good ones. So we're hoping that this next one is a really good one. But anyway, the whole E3 kind of thing got us thinking about where where the hell is this Sonic announcement? What could it be? Um, what do we want it to be? Um, what do we think it will be? Like so, we thought we'd do a little Sonic episode. Talk a bit about our histories with Sonic, our favorite games, and just a bit about what that game will be. And then I'm sure when that game finally gets announced, we'll we'll uh, talk about it, whether that be in our E3 podcasts or whether it be at a later date. But why don't we kick off by just sharing two bits of icebreaker information? Um, the first one is going to be what is your favorite Sonic game, and why? Ooh. Uh, I'll start. So, uh, last January, I went and replayed uh, Sonic Adventure 1 and Sonic Adventure 2. And I'd say, um, like, I don't, I don't know, like, I def- defended the crap out of those games. Uh it's like a lot before I replayed them. Like if I didn't replay them, I honestly would have said probably Sonic Adventure One. But like Sonic Adventure One, I think like one third of that game's like bearable to play. Like Sonic and Gamma, I think in my opinion are like the only characters that are really worth playing. Like it, everyone else kind of sucks. Uh, and how dare you? The and we'll go. We'll talk about it later with like what we want out of Sonic game. Uh, I'll talk more about Sonic Adventure and Sonic Adventure Two is like very much the same. Like I have the same kind of problems with that game, but for me, my third favorite Sonic game at that point, and now my current favorite Sonic game is Sonic Generations because that game came out of nowhere for me. Like I think Sonic Generations was. If I had to identify, like, one game that kind of got Sonic out of that funk of, like, pretty mediocre to bad games, it would be Sonic Generation, which was, I think, the 20th anniversary, uh, like, main game. So, um, for me, uh, like, the, the mix between 3D and 2D Sonic, the remixed levels were, like, you could play 3D levels as 2D Sonic and 2D levels uh, were remi- remixed for 3D Sonic. The, the soundtrack of that game is fantastic. It's just a fantastic homage to the entire series. So, I, I, and I really want them to make another one. So, for me, it's Sonic Generations. Yeah. I think now's a good time for me to chime in, just because, again, like, Mateo and my experiences as Sonic fans, we kind of grew up with the same games because we grew up in the same house. And... I don't know. Even like at, like watching you play through the the Sonic like Sonic all of Sonic Adventure one and rage quitting in the middle of your Sonic Adventure two run just because you just you just couldn't do it anymore. No, I went back like, to beat it. Like I, I finished it. It's just oh, you finished it. Oh, okay, I see. I didn't I didn't clue into you finishing it. Maybe as I was just busy with WoW or something. It was it was a slog. Yeah, I still have such like for me, I. My favorite game, I think, still is Sonic Adventure One, just because of the nostalgia for it. And I know watching you play, like watching you play through that game, like you went from like this is the best game ever, and you hadn't replayed it in a long time, and you played through it again on the Xbox. 
uh yeah like through uh because you had bought it on the the uh, xbox arcade there mm-hmm. and just to watch your like sheer joy from like i i love this game so much to oh my god how could i think this was good was heartbreaking to me because i still love that game and like i know like i had to help you with some of the fishing things and in, in that game i personally thought the big section in sonic adventure while it is just such a sidestep and such a tangential kind of adve- like mode. Like it's more for mini games and stuff. And I recognize that. I still think it's super charming, and I still I really know. like. So I I still really like Sonic Adventure. Like the fishing stuff. Yes, it's frustrating because Froggy is just a little shit sometimes and just does not want to just get on the hook. But I still enjoy it and I can defend it because. Sonic Adventure to me personally is still like one of it's still one of my favorites just purely out of nostalgia. If we're talking like gameplay and everything, it's gotta be Werehog. No, I can't even I, I can't keep a straight face on that one. <laughs> <laughs> it's gotta be the Werehog. I I, I returned that game to e, e like E B games like so quickly after after that initial like first few levels. I just I couldn't do it. But hmm. I don't know, I still gotta say Adventure One because Sonic Adventure, it's... like Sonic Adventure, and like I respect your opinion, Gino. Like Sonic Adventure was good. Like it, that game must have been like completely revolutionary and like, like, like it wowed everyone when it came out. But it just has not aged well. Just like the yeah, the I can agree with that. That game, like yeah, the, that game the, is not the distinct well. like like uh, audio and like it just there's there's a lot of really small things that just I don't know. But anyways, yeah. Um, <laughs> So I, I like this one's actually a hard one for me because like I share your both your sentiments with like the adventure games, um they haven't aged the best but I have like very fond memories with them I love the Chow Gardens, oh, um, oh yeah. they're so good but like I think like and like I hate to be this guy because I hate I hate I I did. I'm not a huge fan of when people just like whatever's shiny and new. And I've tried not to be this guy lately, but like some of the games that have been coming out in recent years have just been phenomenal. And Sonic, I like, I've actually played Sonic Mania, I think like 15 times. Like I've played through it with every character like four times. Like I've done the encore mode. I've done like I just love that game. I can play it over and over and over and over and over again and not get bored. It's just such a brilliant, wonderful like like it has that vibe of generations that Mateo's talking about where it's almost like kind of like an anniversary or celebration, but it feels like it's a celebration of the classic style of what Sonic was before um the three d era as well as like it's super long. And it's just like the music is good. It's it's made by like fan developers too. Like like a lot of the fan games that were being made, Sega was basically just like, okay, we'll let you make an actual Sonic game. And I love that. I love that they like. I that's love my how favorite part about that game. It is. It's just such a it's such an homage to like the fans. Where Generations is like an homage to the history. Like Mania feels like it was like made by and for the fans and. I love it. It's just so good. And I, I just love that game. And like when they announced Sonic Mania Plus, like DLC, and they're like Ray the Flying Squirrel and Mighty the Armadillo, like <laughs> it's just like they were, they were, and like even the fact that like, um, like Bean, um, and like Mark. Mac and Bark all showed up in like one of the levels. Like, like I love that they're like, they're really paying homage to that history. Um, and it, I just, yeah, I really like that game. I, re- I really like Sonic Mania. I think it's the best thing they've put out of yeah, Sonic, I, period. Like, I, I don't even love, like, I didn't even grow up with the classic Sonic games. I grew up with the modern Sonic games, but that just blew me away. Like, I've gone back and played all the classic games, and I appreciate them, but Mania just, like, in my opinion, mm-hmm. is, like, just such a great experience. Um, yeah. Honestly, I probably would have said Mania also, Jules, but I never finished that game, so I couldn't really like give an honest like. It's fantastic. 
It's so I know, good. like, and it's it's my second favorite. Like, I was talking about it now makes me want to go play it again. <laughs> yeah. I have That's to buy thing, Mania I, Plus. I so, like, start games and just never finish them. Mania was one of them, and I kind of regret not going back to finish it. Go, it's so easy. That like, game, in, in, like, like that game, hours. came out in a stacked year. So, like, I can see, yeah. like, why do you know? But like now, like, there's no reason to not play that game. I might <laughs> buy the the Mania Plus because I think it's on sale on uh, on uh, Xbox Spring Sale. So, like, you it, I yeah, like. You know, Mateo, if you the buy other, it, I'll the, I'll probably play through it. The other thing that's cool about Mania is like and like I don't know if you guys remember this, but I remember there was like a big point in time where our like group of friends, like us at the Hub World, were like really into indie games. Like Mateo had introduced me to um uh what was it Steam called? The, the Metroidvania one. Not Steam World Dig, the other one. Axiom Verge. Um, Axiom Verge. And we had played Freedom Planet, and me and Gino started to get into Shantae. I had started to play Shovel Knight. And I love these ideas of, like, these new indie games that felt like older games. And, like, they clearly were inspired by older games, but they were something new because the older games had moved on. They've become 3D games. So I think part of what I loved about Sonic Mania is it, it felt like an indie game featuring the actual characters from my past. Like, it felt like this is, like, the indie experience I've been getting that I've been loving, but it's actually featuring, like, a AAA character, like, yeah. a super popular icon, right? Like, it, it felt really great. Um, but that being said, um, so I originally said there's going to be two icebreakers. I've decided, because Sonic is a topic, I don't think this is going to be our longest episode, and I think we can... We can... Uh, we can spare some time. I think we're gonna have three icebreakers. Ooh! And I'll tell you why. But hub we're talking first. about Sonic. Ready? Yeah, Hub World first. So, so this is my second icebreaker. This is the one I intended. So we've talked about Sonic and like what the best games were. Um, now you can't talk about Sonic the Hedgehog without talking about the vast, 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 vast variety of characters within the universe. So who is everybody's favorite Sonic the Hedgehog character and why? Like outside of Sonic obviously, right? I mean if you want to say Sonic sure, but that's right. up to you. Fist Man the Red Hedgehog got to be number 1. Knuckles is great. Honestly, like just he was the first edgy rival to Sonic. Um in the adventure games, it was um, I like being able to like glide around and punch things. There's a lot more physical than Sonic was, and you didn't really get a lot of that in the the 2D games. Okay, Sonic uh, Knuckles wouldn't be as fast, but yeah, yeah, he fast. Yeah. Uh, he wasn't as fast, but like you could you could still glide and you could just like um, explore kind of like the higher areas of the terrain and like of each level because he could also climb up the walls and everything. And I spent a lot of time playing through the Knuckles levels of the original Sonic Advance game on the GBA. And oh, fantastic game. Yeah, great music and everything as well. And just I remember going to my aunt's house and because my cousin had it. It wasn't it wasn't ours. And my cousin Joseph had it and he couldn't really get past uh, too many of the levels. And I I my brother and I we would we'd play through it. We'd take turns and he wouldn't mind as, as long as we uh, let him play at the end of, uh, at the end of the day, right? Um, but yeah, Knuckles. Just for whatever reason, I really like the Knuckles gameplay, and I think I beat the game as Knuckles first before I went back to do uh, playing through as Sonic or Tails. So I, I got to say Knuckles just because of that. So for me, Gino said uh, he was the first. Knuckles was the first edgy, like Sonic rival, but. He's not the best, in my opinion. The best was the second edgy rival of Sonic, Shadow the Hedgehog. Shadow Technic is... Wait, wait, hold on. Can I interrupt both of you? Yeah. Technically, yep. you are... Actually, Gino made Oh, SBO right. existed. You are wrong. SBO was never a Sonic's rival, but you are wrong, Mateo. It's Shadow is not the second edgy one. Metal Who Sonic is? was the second edgy oh. one. He's, not a, he's a robot. He's edgy. He's edgy as, as shit. Anyway, continue. Fine. But yeah, Shadow for me is my favorite Sonic character. That's not Sonic because I I I'm a, a a pretty vanilla Sonic fan. Right? I I I I think Sonic Sonic's my favorite. But just for the sake of argument, 
Shadow to me is my second favorite. He, or for the sake of this argument, I'd say he's the best. Just everything about him, like, like you know, I don't like the fact that he, like Shadow the Hedgehog aside, because like that game is terrible. But he's he's so cool. Like he's just, he just doesn't give a crap about anything. He's he's the opposite of Sonic. Like he's not. I like the fact that like he's not actually fast. His shoes are what makes him fast. He's got a motorcycle, like, he's, and, like, he's the, he's the biggest, like, and I think his represent, the way he's been represented in Smash Bros. is kind of, like, evidence that, like, he's probably one of the most popular characters in Sonic, like, he was the first, like, assist, like, uh, assist trophy, or, like, uh, the only other character to be represented in that game, aside from Sonic, that, like, it was in a, a, a substantial, like he was represented in a substantial way, like, or, and then like, okay, he did get his own game. I know I said forget about Shadow the Hedgehog, but like, as bad as that game is, he got his own game. Uh, like, so like, he's like tails and knuckles in that regard, and just like he also was consistently like a dude like ranked in in like he was like I believe in the official Sonic polls, he almost always came out as second. And, like, mm-hmm. he was also, like, basically from when he was introduced, almost every mainline Sonic game after that featured him as a playable yeah. character or a deuteragonist. Like, he was very popular. Mm-hmm. And just, like, his design, like, he just, he's visually appealing and just, like, Super Shadow or Hyper Shadow, whatever the heck his name, like, whatever it is. Awesome. Just, I love it. It's just... The Red Streaks. Uh, yeah, like, it just... He's just so cool. Yeah. I see Shadow is my favorite as well. And for all the reasons you said it, like you've mm-hmm. summed it up perfectly, but for the sake of saying something different, um, I will say that my other character of whom I had a massive crush on growing up was Rouge the Bat. <laughs> I loved Rouge the Bat. I thought Rouge the Bat was so cool. I loved her relationship with Shadow. Like that's the thing. It's I think part of what played into me liking Shadow wasn't just that I liked Shadow. It was that I liked Shadow's whole party and like his dynamic with Rouge in Sonic Adventure 2 was a big part of why I liked it. I liked them both. I didn't just like him. I liked them both. Um and then in Sonic Heroes, when they introduced the third member, Omega, I just, like, loved that group. And, like, they're just such a cool group of characters because they're so, like, they're so unlikely. Like, they're unlikely allies. Like, they don't... Like, they're they're connected, but they're not. And then, the, like... Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just like them as anti-heroes. Like, they're... They, they work. And, and so Rouge the Bat would probably be my my second favorite um aside from from uh shadow Shadow. and she's yeah she just i didn't love her gameplay because let's be real in sonic adventure 2 the the finding the emeralds gameplay wasn't the greatest but it was still um i appreciated her as a character um okay now ready for the third icebreaker what did uh, yes. what evil machinations did your mind come up with this time? You can't we and we said this at the beginning. You can't talk about Sonic without acknowledging its awful, awful history as well. So if we're saying best Sonic game, we gotta say worst Sonic game too. Oh, we gosh. gotta hear. What hey. is your opinion? In your opinion, what is the worst Sonic game you've ever played and why? I mean, I, th- I think this is inherently harder. <laughs> this no, is harder. It, to me, it's, it's not harder. like I like I didn't for me. It's the only Sonic game I couldn't beat because the game wouldn't let me beat it. And it's Sonic 06. Like it, that game is like that game has That's so cliche. I know it's cliche, but it's true. Like and like, you know, I never had. Uh, 360 or PS3 when that game came out and I'm happy I wasn't like hyped for that game because it would have crushed me uh, as like growing up and not being able like that game like playing that game being excited for it and seeing the way it turned out like I would have just been devastated like you know what 
we Jules, we tried playing through Sonic 06, and we couldn't do it because like we got stuck in like the most random part, like like the You're first right. silver fight. There was like a game breaking bug that we encountered, it was and we so didn't want to go through that again. Agreed, but know what? And That's I don't like this I argument. Listen, I, and also, just before I let you speak, okay. I don't like the argument where people say, oh, it's so bad, it's good. I do not believe in that. It's no, so it's bad, not. it's awful. I agree, it's not. So bad, it's, so awful. it's not. It's not so bad, it's good. I disagree with that. But here's what I will challenge you with. I pity that you didn't play it as a kid, because I played it as a kid. And as a kid... Oh, I did. I was completely oblivious to its flaws, just like I was completely oblivious to the flaws of Sonic Adventure and Sonic Adventure Two. I obviously Sonic Adventure and Sonic Adventure Two. I know they're not. I know that was like the standard of a video game. I know they're not even comparable. But the point is, like I played as a kid, and therefore I didn't really notice how bad it was mm-hmm. i only really focused on the highs and i remember c- coming off that game being like wow i really like that game because it was edgy it was cool it was narrative like it's de- definitely the most cinematic um sonic and sure there's some weird shit like eggman looks fucking creepy and um sonic that's my f bomb. isn't that the but... one where sonic kisses the <laughs> and sonic kisses human a, a human woman and like there's yeah, some weird uh... weird stuff going on there but Aside from that, like the the villain is super dark and like edgy and like cool. The lore around that whole like the future connected to the past thing is really interesting. Silver and Blaze are super compelling, like new characters. Um, like it's it's they basically both debuted in that game. Blaze did not debut in that game. Blaze debuted in Sonic Rush, the, the DS the DS game, right? But the Blaze, we can go into the history of Blaze, but. Blaze doesn't make like her appearance in Sonic was six is inconsistent with her appearance in Sonic Rush, and there's lots of fan theories about how they might work. But we can, I'm gonna, we can get into that later if we want. But, um, that game, like to me, when I played as a kid, being oblivious of its flaws, felt like everything a Sonic Adventure 3 should be. But obviously, playing it later when I was able to notice how bad the load times were, how glitchy it was, how bad... Like, if that game was polished, it actually would have been a pretty good successor to Sonic Adventure because it had everything it had, like, that the originals had it. Like, you play as Sonic, you play as Shadow, you play as Silver, and you even get to play as their party members for some levels. You get to play as Tails and Knuckles and Amy and Blaze and Omega and Rouge. Like, it had everything that a Sonic Adventure game would have. Had the big boss fight at the end where they all turned into Super Shadow and Super Silver and Super Sonic, and, like, it was epic. But it was bogged down by incredible, incredibly gross amount of glitches and, like, a really shallow, like, overworld. And, like, like there was a lot of polish that needed to be there. But if you were playing it as a child without that critical lens, it may have been enjoyable for you. Because hmm. I, I had a pleasant experience with it as a kid. And to me, like that's that's the part that hurts the most is that, like, like you said, if that game was in the oven for a little bit longer, like another year or so, to iron out all the like all the the kinks, like that, it could have been. It could have been a good, really, really good game. Like everything that I would have wanted, uh, like you said, everything I would have wanted uh, in a, a sequel to or a successor to the adventure games is like the, the, the pieces are there. It's just ugh. it wasn't put together. Frustrating probably. to think about. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what do you think is the worst besides Sonic Adventure or Sonic 06? Yeah. Hmm. No, but Jules, did you even say what you think is the worst? I didn't, but I, I'll say mine after Gino's. Let's just yeah. stick on Gino. Honestly, I don't think I've actually played a lot of the stinker games, so I don't really know what. That's okay, but what's the, the worst games you've are. played? What's the worst you know, you've what's played? What's the game? What's the game we traded in? Unleashed. The... <laughs> 
besides weird Unleashed, weird alien thing i was actually like excited to play unleashed when i first bought it for my 360 and because like it looked fun sonic could turn into this monster thing and it was like a beat-em-up kind of and i'm like oh okay this looks interesting played it maybe twice three times tried to progress through the story couldn't do it ended up swapping it in at eb for something else honestly that was probably the sonic game i played the least and i kind of like hadn't played anything else but there is one game that sits above the rest because in my opinion it was such a deviation from everything and that's sonic and the secret rings the music was good but I just could not get behind that camera angle. The motion controls were confusing and sucked. Play, like playing through that game as a kid, I knew I was playing a bad game. So it's it's funny that you talk about something like Sonic and the Secret Rings being a bad game, because I I don't even interpret that game as a bad game myself. Um, and if I can share mine right now, um, I've played all the the bad Sonic games. I've played Sonic and the Black Knight. I've played Sonic 06. I've played uh, Sonic Rider Zero Gravity, but by far the worst Sonic game I've probably ever played is Sonic Shuffle on the PS1. Um, <laughs> and I'll tell you a little story about how I discovered that game um, this year. I was with my friend Phil, and he has like all the oh like he's he's like one of those guys who just plays so many games and he has like he has something that like loaded it's like all the Dreamcast games or whatever and we played things like Virtua Tennis and like all this stuff. And then I noticed on the list Sonic Shuffle. And I was like, damn, Sonic Shuffle, that's like Sonic Mario Party. We should play it. He's like, No, you don't want to play it. It's not good. I'm like, trust me, Phil, I've played bad games. I've played Sonic in the Secret Rings party multiplayer and i enjoy it i've played sonic and the black knight i've played sonic rider zero gravity and i liked all these games he's like okay let's let's play it within five minutes i was like we can't do this anymore it's so bad it was (laughs) so i've never in my life played a game where that quickly i was like this is awful except for nicktoons kart racer that's the only one is on the level of nicktoons kart racer bad and it it was like bad because it was just poorly designed it was like mario party with no mini games and like the the money system made no sense and like all the cpus target you and it like it was just so stupid and there was like no characters on the roster it was so bad oh my god i can't even i haven't played enough of it i couldn't sustain enough of it to be able to talk about in depth why it's bad it was just so bad. It's like you've noped, you've noped out of that game faster than any other I, game. Yes, I now know why Sonic Shuffle didn't get a second game. I now know why people never mentioned Sonic Shuffle. And I didn't even know God, it existed. I would, you can, I would play Sonic 06 and Sonic in the Black Knight and Secret Rings and Secret Rings multiplayer and everything you can throw at me sonic before i would ever touch that game again like i will never touch yeah i have multiplayer it's like a party game sonic and secret rings has uh, like a mario party mode and it's actually not that bad but um maybe they learned their lesson from from sonic shuffle Shuffle. sonic shuffle is something else it is like oh I don't know if you guys want to add anything more, but I actually have... I, I, you mentioned Sonic Riders Zero Gravity Jewels, and I actually want to talk about that game for a little bit. Oh, go ahead. Sonic Riders, I think I know where you're going with this. Sonic Riders was arguably one of the greatest impulse buys I've ever had made in my life. That and Fire Emblem Awakening, I'd say, like, are the two imp- greatest impulse buys I ever made. So... Oh, yeah, we played, the, Ri- we played... We played the shit out of Sonic yeah, Riders and 1. Yeah, and my, like... If that game was like a, a phenomenon in like with me and my friends in elementary school, like that and Kirby Air Ride. Yeah, like that was like one of our go to multiplayer GameCube games. Like, like we hundred percent of that game. Like we got a Super Sonic and everything. Like we did like all the mission modes. We, it was that game is a blast. And like today, I I, I played it a few years ago, and I, I it kind of holds up still. Like it 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 does an all right job. So when. Sonic Riders Zero Gravity got announced. We, we the Wii was like everyone was had everyone in their grandma had a Wii literally, 
So we, <laughs> we bought the game. We bought it the day it came out, played it. I found out Billy Hatcher was on the roster, and I was so excited for Billy Hatcher because, like, Billy Hatcher and the Giant Egg is, like, one of my favorite GameCube games. It's a classic, and it's a shame that it's not been re-released. But anyways, that game had so much going for it. And just, I remember playing, like, I, like, I was trying to, like, make, like, in my head, I was kind of justifying, like, the bad, the badness of the game. Like, the controls were terrible, but I'm like, oh, they're bearable, it's fine. And I think motion controls were, were, like, you had to play that game with motion controls. And I think you had to hold the Wii remote, like, vertically, like, you couldn't hold it horizontally and, like, use it like a GameCube control, like you would hold, like, a GameCube controller. And I just, this, eventually it got to the point where, like, I'm like, I can't play this game anymore. The whole Sonic Riders crew and I were like, this game is terrible. And I was so soured by that game. And I, now I just look at it as a horrible game. And I can't believe it actually got a sequel on, like, Connect or something like that. Sonic Free Riders, I think it's called. Yeah. And, um, and just, we traded that game in. And I think it was in the same transaction as Sonic Unleashed, you know. And We got rid of all of our Sonic games. Yeah, like, that game. That, what did we even like, trade it in for? We traded that game in for one of the greatest games of its generation in the Xbox 360 PS3 generation, Transformers War for Cybertron. Oh, we need to do an episode on that. One day maybe. That's we yeah. We we got to bring so, uh, we got to bring Yako in on that. Yeah. So Yep. Yeah, there's so many bad Shadow the Hedgehog's bad, Sonic Free Riders. Shadow. Uh, <laughs> and I enjoyed all these games as kids. Yeah. yeah. It's Again, it's one of those things where you're like you're looking to Did you're, you you're know to look past it, right? Fun Sonic fact for all y'all. Again, some fun Sonic fact. Fun Sonic fact number one: you can play two player in Shadow the Hedgehog, not two player not versus two player co op story. So when you have a companion following Shadow, if the second if a second person puts in the controller, they can control the companion, although the camera will not follow the companion. That is a fun fact. Yeah. So if you ever feel like playing Shadow the Hedgehog, grab a friend. And fun fact number two, we'll go back to it because I mentioned it earlier and I want to mention it. Blaze the Cat in Sonic 06 and Blaze the Cat in Sonic Rush do not make sense together because in Sonic 06, Blaze the Cat is from the future. And in Sonic Rush, Blaze the Cat is from an alternate dimension. But the... um. The theory around it is that at the end of Sonic 06, Blaze the Cat sacrifices herself by absorbing the Iblis trigger into her being um, and then disappears. And the theory is that Blaze gained her firepowers from absorbing the Iblis trigger, disappeared into the alternate universe, and woke up with no memories of the future and then became the princess of the other, the alternate dimension. And that's that's the theory. And Sonic Rush actually happens after Sonic was six. That's the theory. A game theory. Yeah. Which also, <laughs> another fun fact, Eggman Nega is a villain in both Sonic Rush and Sonic Rivals. But in Sonic Rush, Eggman Nega is an alternate version of Eggman from an alternate universe, a parallel universe. Whereas in Sonic Rivals, Eggman Nega is... Eggman's descendant from the future. So there's a lot of stuff going on in that Silver Blaze Eggman Nega stuff that who knows? Like there's so much parallel dimension and future stuff going there. Who knows? Like they they really wrote the them. future. Yeah, it could be something like that. They wrote themselves into a into yeah. some kind of weird and not in a place. fun way like Kingdom Hearts. Anyway, yeah, no. back to Sonic. We've talked about Transformers, and we've talked Kingdom Hearts. Let's get into that. Yeah, yeah so we should get back to the topic. Yeah, the topic it's itself Sonic. is... We want to know, like, okay, what is the Sonic announcement? What... Like, okay, so... Like, we can do this at the same time, or we can separate it. Um, But ultimately, the question we want to know is, like, what do you hope it is, and what do you want it... Like, what... Sorry, what do you hope it is? What do we think? And what it do is. you think it is? And you can mix that together because you can want it to be the same thing as you think it will be, but it can also be separated. So, just like thoughts on that. Um, so, what would so, you want this big new Sonic anniversary title to be? And like, what do you think it will be? So, and yeah, 
I think I think it's going to be another Sonic Mania game. I think it's going to be Mania 2. Uh, and I'm I'm totally fine and on board for that. Like, cause that that game's like we said, it's fantastic, and like that we know that's going to be a hit. That'll be real. Like, it'll be a critical hit, and it's going to probably sell a lot of copies. Can we and stay really... on this for a sec before you yeah. share like what you hope it will be? Mm-hmm. What if if it were to be Sonic Mania two? What would you want out of the sequel? Like, what do you think? Where I do you think don't want them. There? I want every level to be completely. Like new, I don't want them to throw back to old levels because I kind of feel like that's a little bit of a crutch now. Like that was a crutch. Like they maybe didn't want to go fully, like like they didn't want to go completely on board with like making new stuff. They wanted to still have uh, some classic levels that they wanted to hold on to. And now that the game was received well and sold well. The de- that development team should now have full reins to do whatever the heck they want. So See, you know I think what I would, would want out of a Sonic, and maybe even more playable characters. Like I, I would kill to have Shadow. Well, that's what I was gonna say. Game. I think that's what I would want from Sonic Mania Two. Is I think Sonic Mania Two because the first one was very focused on like classic, and like yeah, they brought in some like old zones, but they made new areas of them. I would love for them to just Sonic Mania Two to be something that's both new and old again in the sense that like it's still classic sonic era clearly in terms of gameplay and look and design and like aesthetic and music but they do classic gameplay and like classic like graphics and stuff spins on different locations from post classic era as well as bringing in post classic era characters into the the original style so like having like shadow um and amy and like maybe even like blaze or like or like a silver i want oh no seriously no gino that's not a joke i would i would want team chaotic to be to be like playable i think that'd be fantastic cool and then like so awesome can you imagine though like classic styled levels based off of like like modern sonic locations so like having like um, like an area from Sonic Adventure and an area from Sonic Adventure Two, an area from Sonic Heroes, the escape. Like, all in like new styles, like or is all in like sorry old styles. So like it's still cla- it's like it's almost like Sonic's history if it proceeded as a classic series rather than as a modern series. I would love that out of a Sonic Mania too. Yep. Yeah. So it sounds like 100%. this is kind of like a Sonic Generations, but strictly two D. Yeah, strictly 2D, but strictly classic. Like, not even just, like, 2D. Yeah. Like, strictly, like, classic style, classic game. I, like, I would even want them to, like... Aesthetic. Yeah, like, I, exactly. I would want them to, like, kind of redesign, like, Shadow. Yeah, I want just Shadow a... to be cute. Like, Sonic Yeah, is. like, in, like, Silver and, like, all those characters that have appeared in, like, the 3D Sonic era. Like, give them the classic 2D, like, yeah, Genesis exactly. art style. That's that would be yeah. awesome. So yeah, cool. yeah, so but what I hope is the game, as I hope it's like a complete like from the ground up remake of Sonic uh Sonic Adventure. Like talking character models, environments, uh sinking dialogue, <laughs> new levels, making the four other playable characters uh gameplay actually like engaging. It's not going to be that hard for them to do that with Tails, Amy, and Knuckles. But, like, I don't know how the heck... Like, Big, maybe just keep Big the way it was. Just as, like, a, a as a joke. A meme? Bring Crush 40 back. Maybe get Crush 40 to do their sound, like, this, like, the, like, a newer version of, like, Open Your Heart. Or, like, get them to create, like, a new song for that game. Like, uh, what else do I want? even sing anymore? Chow Garden, like, Bring the Chow Garden back, uh, like maybe like link it to phones and like you can like connect your phone to the game somehow. Like instead of and using, that's how you'd like, have the... a mobile game. Yeah, and like, um, oh, just and There's then like eventually, and then eventually they can do that with Sonic Adventure Two. 
But then, like, yeah. other games I would want. Like, I would want them... Or, like, actually, if anyone else was, has anything to add to this... Yeah. I think I think this is a good segue for what I want to say. So, like, mm-hmm. what I hope and want it uh, this Sonic announcement to be, Sonic Adventure 3. Or at oh, least... Okay. A, yeah, like kind of like taking what you were saying before. Okay, if you're going to do... Like, if you're not going to do, like, a complete from the ground up remake of the original Sonic Adventure, at least do like the lip syncing and like new new hd textures and things like that for the original ones right mm-hmm. i would like because like those games if if it gets a little bit of touch up like the graphics and the and the like the audio not syncing up and everything is a big turn off but if that stuff is fixed the game you can play it and still have fun there's nothing wrong with that game like like at a fundamental level like nothing is broken as broken as it is in Sonic 06, right? Yeah. But um, I would like it to be a Sonic Adventure 3 just because like, I feel like a lot of the stuff has been teasing towards it for a while now. And classic Sonic, as for Sonic, as per Sonic Mania, has received a lot of love in recent years. Imagine if they did like the Sonic Mania treatment, but for 3D Sonic. That would be really fun. And if the, Now, and... like, would you want like the like what type of progression like style would you want like do you want uh like like six or whatever characters that all have like intersecting stories like Sonic Adventure 1 or a linear story path that like every chapter you play as a different character like you did in Sonic Adventure 2 I didn't I didn't like that in Sonic Adventure 2 everything was too disjointed yeah. and I didn't like I wanted to play yeah. the game through a Sonic and play through that style of gameplay I didn't want to like play a Sonic then suddenly be in a Knuckles episode and then suddenly mm. be in Tails for 3 episodes in a row I didn't like that it was too just too disjointed and yeah. just, I found it really really like sloppy Yeah me I'm like too. oh they had to they had to like slap this game together and they didn't have like a proper like overworld developed mm-hmm. and ready to go right like it i didn't like that if they go back to the, the classic uh sonic adventure kind of style that would be really cool i think like a modern take on sonic adventure would be really fun mm-hmm. so yeah see i i don't know if there's something other than that that other than um well they said games right like there's going to be probably like one big game, but um, like, and I think the only way, like, I, like the other, I, like the other possibility is just like, they're just doing another like new Sonic game. Like Sonic forces in Sega's eyes was a big game and it sucked. And like, so like there could be another new Sonic game that isn't mania or a remake. That's just like comes out. But I feel like that, like people want like those are probably the two games people want most people don't want a new like 3d sonic game like yeah they got to get their their they got to get sega's got to get their ducks in a row and make sure this game isn't a mess so here's a game i don't think it will be nor do i necessarily it's not my top hope choice my hope my top hope is sonic mania 2 but here's a game i really want to happen which will never happen but Either way, I'm going to say it. Give me the sequel to Sonic Chronicles Sega. I want another Sonic RPG. <laughs> yeah, I heard a lot of... Re- I never played that game, but I heard a lot of really good things about Sonic Chronicles. It's not amazing, but it's not bad. And it does a lot for the lore of the, the series. And it ends on a cliffhanger, and it's just... It's cool. I, I liked it. Um, made I'd by Bioware. Just, it was made by Bioware. I'd love to just see Sonic in something different, too. Like... I I if Team Sonic Racing hadn't come out so soon, I'd be like, we need another Sonic Racing game, and we definitely do need another Sonic Racing game. Yes, I didn't like Team Sonic Racing. Exactly, like make it like the Sega, Sonic and Sega All Star Racing or Transformed. Like, yeah, I wasn't a big fan of the transforming mechanic from that. I feel like they could they could have done like if they're if we're talking like a Sonic Racing game, something like Diddy Kong Racing would have been cool. Like where you have okay, you have the boat levels, you have your plane levels, you have your car level. But Sonic mm-hmm. can already run fast. Why does he need a car? Sonic R two. Yes. <laughs> Sonic R two. There we go. I'm changing it to that. Adriano will be yeah. pleased. I want. I want. And I just came up with this on the spot, but I want it. And you guys are gonna hate me when I say this, okay? 
Oh gosh. But let me finish before you react. Okay. I want nope. Atlas <laughs> to take Sonic and I want them to make a Persona spin-off called Fursona in which the all the Sonic characters are the different personas of the characters in the Persona game. And they use the spirits of the Sonic characters to fuel their attacks, and it's a, it's a, it's an amalgamation of Persona and Sonic. I'm sure that would make a large group of the Sonic, like a large like group of the Sonic fandom, very very happy, and others very very confused. <laughs> I mean, like that's the thing is Atlas is owned by Sega now, so like, yeah. It would be cool to see Atlas even just like in a realistic, like obviously that was a joke, but um, even just like seeing Atlas take Sonic and make an RPG out of Sonic, right? Like they could do that, right? Um, and it could be cool. And like Sega doesn't have a ton of IP anymore that are like super popular outside of Sonic and now the ones they've acquired from Atlas and then Bayonetta, which they only kind of own. Um, so like, I feel like they need to do more with Sonic. Like, I, I think I, they, it's their bread and butter. Yeah. Like if Sonic is a recognizable character to the point where like he sells, even though his games are bad, um, a lot of the time. And I feel like try something new with him. Like, like try something that's not a mainline game. Like try a spinoff, try a sports game, try another party game, try, um, try to put him in an RPG setting. Try to put him, um, make Breath of the Wild Sonic. <laughs> you know what? Like I Breath remember watching. Um, I think it was a Nintendo Life video, a couple months ago, and they're like, there was just a, the, and former John from Game Explain. He used to be at Game Explain. He now works for Nintendo Life. He did a, a video about. Sonic games that you would be surprised about that never have been re that haven't been re released like since they've come out and I think at the very least Sega's just got to release the back catalog like Sonic Heroes has never been re released like from the GameCube generation neither has like I don't think Sonic uh Sonic 3D Blast uh, Sonic Riders has never been re released uh like the the uh uh. What's it called? The uh, what's the uh, uh, Sonic Colors has not has not uh, left the Wii. Like, there's so many like good to like or okay to good Sonic games that are just like they're just in left on those those platforms. Like, in you know, in order to play them, you're gonna have to buy a con- like a console and then buy the game also. And like GameCube games are going up in price. I don't think. Sonic games are that expensive, but like, uh, like it, you know, these games are gonna get harder and harder to find as time goes on. So like, why not just re-release them? Yeah, like a Sonic the... Gems collection. Like the GameCube had those Sonic collection oh, games and stuff on them. Yeah, Mega Collection and Gems Collection. Like Knuckles Chaotic. Like that game is like hundreds of dollars on Genesis. I think you actually got to get like the 32x like expansion support as well. So like pretty pricey and like that's the thing like just it's sonic's 30th anniversary year they should go all out like last year was supposed to be announcing all the stuff now it's going to be announcing stuff that's going to happen this year hopefully so like just put it all out there yeah so so i think there's like with sonic i'm always rooting for him even when his games are bad and He's like, the you want underdog. Sonic games. You want Sonic <laughs> games to be good, I and do. then it's just like it's just you're sad when they're not, and when they're amazing, you're very happy. Yeah, and it and it's like, and it's and that's why I said back when Sonic the Hedgehog movie was being shown and all the all the stuff that happened, even with the original design, I remember saying like, but is it a Sonic movie if there's not the potential for it to be bad? Like, should isn't that what comes with being a Sonic fan? Is the fear that this thing might not be good? Yep. <laughs> like, even though Sonic the Hedgehog, the first movie, was great, it doesn't mean I'm not scared about the second one. I'm still oh, gosh. scared. I'm, I'm, I'm very scared. I, but, like, even I, though, I like, wonder... Jim Carrey was amazing in that movie. <laughs> He's so funny. I love the, the like, I love the, uh, 
that they introduced, like they brought in Sanic. They put the meme in there. I was, so, I visibly shouted yes as soon as I saw Sanic. I was so happy. We haven't even talked about. I... Okay, Sonic memes. That's okay. After this, we're go- oh. we got to talk about Sonic memes. I'm not super into the Sonic memes, but I, I was just going to but... say, I um... wonder if, like, for the games moving forward, too, like, if they would ever do tie-ins to, like, the movie or to their upcoming Netflix TV show. Um, like, I wonder, because, like, like, Sonic X is by far the best Sonic show, in my opinion. And part of what made Sonic X awesome is that it actually tied into the games. Like, the, like they adapted Sonic Adventure and Sonic Adventure 2 in Sonic X. And it also had took its liberties and did its own thing. But, like, I would love if whatever the new show is, like, actually tied into whatever they're doing in the games. Well, they tried doing that with, like, Sonic, uh, Boom. Lim- Sonic Boom and stuff, right? <laughs> Sonic that was speaking kinda... of bad Sonic games, man. Yeah, we don't even acknowledge that one's one of the ones I haven't played. I haven't played that one. That's I heard the second one, like the second 3DS Sonic Boom game, was actually decent, but the other ones are terrible. Yeah, and I have never played Sonic Lost World either. Sonic Lost World's all right. Like, oh, even Lost... I had a Zelda crossover. I really wanted to play Sonic Lost World. Like, I'd say the thing I. It, that's, I might actually like buy that on Wii U. Like I, I never like I, I was always interested in playing it just because like Zelda and the Yoshi like inspired levels, but and like people said it's it's not like the best, it's not the worst, it's like middle ground. But middle ground for Sonic is normally like five out of ten, I'd say. So it's not gonna be an amazing. What about game. Mario? What about Mario and Sonic at the Olympics that never happened? <laughs> that's gotta be the next title. Oh gosh, that's um. Hmm. I actually really want that game. It's always on sale, just enough that it's like I still can't justify it. Like it's always like fifty dollars, which by the way we're in Canada, so our games are eighty dollars, not sixty. But like it's always like fifty bucks. I'm like I can't warrant fifty bucks. Like if it was forty. I might, it's still a bit too much, but I might actually question it and be like, okay, maybe I'll buy it. And at 30, I would definitely buy it. But 50, it's always on sale for 50. And I'm like, that's not enough of a discount for me to buy this game. Like, I I do want to play it because I haven't played. I like the Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games, but I haven't played one since the Vancouver one, which I still wish I bought considering we we live in Vancouver. But um, it's pretty cheap, I think. It's it is cheap, but like I think the, the original on Mario and Sonic was, was so expensive. good. Yeah, it is. Though the, the original Mario and Sonic though was really good. Like there wasn't a ton of content, but it was really good. And what interested me in this newest one was that it had like retro um retro events and like the roster looked cool because they added a few more characters and like it it, it looked cool enough that I was like, you know what, it's Switch. I'm buying abundant uh, an abundance of games on Switch anyway. Um and I wanted it, but it's never gone enough on sale. Like, I'm even looking at it online right now, and I'm like, why can't it just go down a little bit? Just a little more. Just a bit. Yeah, I kind of... That's the thing, though. Like, I, like, I'll watch the game. Like, I watch the movies and everything, but, like, like I don't know. Like, Sonic games, I feel like I've been burnt by them so much that I don't want to like go out and buy the new one right away. Like, Oh, here's a new game that's going to come out. Okay. I will wait a few months, wait for the reviews and just like, like I'm a little bit more patient. I don't impulse buy those games anymore. See, that's the thing with me. Sonic mania gave me like hope that Sonic forces was good. And when Sonic forces got announced to be like, it wasn't going to be like a full priced game. That was what sold me on it. I'm like, they earned my trust with Mania. Forces isn't going to be expensive, but instead of that being an incentive for me to buy the game, I should have taken that as a warning. Because just like now, after playing Forces and being burnt by that game, I'm going back to being super cautious. I'm like, well, let's see what the reviews are of these games. Unless it's like something that I see, uh, like uh, it's like an anniversary type crossover or a sequel to sonic mania or sonic adventure or whatever or actually sonic adventure like those are the only things that will like guarantee me buying that product day one everything else 
no, I gotta wait. So yeah. But and like for it's like it, yeah, it's just like I don't know. Like you were really hyped with the 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 the, the modern racing games. Well, I, I say modern, but like not Team but Sonic Gino, Racing. Sonic and Sega All Star Racing. Why was I excited for that game? Banjo. I didn't care about exactly. I didn't care about. Playing. Wait, who is the NASCAR driver that's in that game? That's in the sequel. The first game didn't have any of that garbage. Uh, like the guest characters were actually like yeah. Banjo, and it was the the me slash Avatar on Xbox. The second game was pretty rough with the roster. Yeah, like Wreck It Ralph was in that. I, like I like Wreck It Ralph, but like Wreck It Ralph. Danica Patrick. Danica. Danica. <laughs> so, no, I'm sorry. Danica Patrick isn't even the worst thing in that game. The worst thing in that game is that one of the most requested characters from the first game was Knights, and they put Knights and Riala into the game, but Knights and Riala aren't the drivers, they're the cars. Yeah, that's and, terrible. And, and the, the dream people drive them, which is so stupid. Like, the gameplay, this is the thing, the roster of Sonic and Sega All-Star Racing is way better than transformed but the gameplay of transformed is better than the first game so like know what so here's a speaking of sonic and sega know what's a game i've always wanted to buy that i've heard is just killer and i might after this podcast yeah sonic and sega all-stars tennis i've heard is pretty good i might know what i may go see if that's on xbox 360 like on the the store i might go buy it I might go buy I it up think this it's backwards. I don't think it's backwards compatible, oh, but I can't I see that game is. being expensive physically. So no, but I but it also does. But is Xbox One or Xbox Series X backwards compatible with 360 games? No, right? Yes, it is. Certain ones, yeah. No, it is with Series X is compa- backwards compatible with whatever Xbox One was backwards compatible with. And Xbox One was backwards com- was like so backwards compatible with everything Xbox. Yeah, so, but because uh, that game was reviewed but, quite well, actually. That was the first like big crossover with all Sega properties. Mm-hmm. But wait, the, was the racing game like a sequel to the tennis one after the test tennis one was good? It was a sequel in terms of like it being a crossover, like it was mm-hmm. like that followed suit. But uh, it was a different. I don't think Sumo Digital made. The tennis game, Sumo Digital did. The there was actually racing. it wasn't the first crossover. There was one called Sega Superstars, which actually predated that. That was on PS2, um, and it was like a, an iToy game. All oh, the iToy, I remember that. Is that the game where the Daytona car was like a fighting, like was a character in I that game? I think so. I think so. Oh my god, that was Daytona. that's hilarious. The fact that the Daytona car was not playable in uh, the Sonic Racing... Well, I guess it's a licensing issue, but that would have been hilarious if it was. So, But I think we have uh, exhausted the uh, this topic. Yeah. We've kind of gone a we little We didn't really even talk about end. Sonic. Like, like <laughs> Sonic was like... Yeah, okay, the main character. But I feel like the real star of this show was like... Some of the side topics and like like other Sega stuff that we were talking about, like I don't know, this like one the, was fun. This, like it was a fun one. This is where it boils down to like to me personally. Like I think in terms of like Sonic, because so many core Sonic games aren't good. If someone came up to me and said the Sonic spinoff games are better than the the mainline games, I'd be like, you know what, that's not Probably entirely right. wrong. I had so much fun with. Like, I honestly had more fun in the GameCube era, at least, with the spin-off games than I did with the core games. And, like, because yeah. that was when the, the core games were really bad in that, like, from, like, basically, uh, like, Shadow the Hedgehog to uh, basically, like, Sonic the Black Knight. I think, yeah, and, like, there might be a, a game here or there that's good, but, yeah, for me, like... We didn't even talk about friggin' uh, Sonic uh, Episode 4, Sonic 4 Episode 1 or 2. or Those oh, are terrible. The, like the mobile ones, right? No, the ones that came out on console. Like the episodic Sonic 4 games. They didn't even finish those. I never I played them. No, no. I, I, Honestly, I, like... I, play, I played the first one and it was just not, not good. It reminded me of New Super Mario Bros. It was like super generic and like 
it was like 3D Sonic's design, but it was a 2D Sonic game. Eh. Isn't that the game where they introduced the red rings? And not like the bad red ring? <laughs> I don't know. Tee Actually. But. What about Sonic Jump? <laughs> or Sonic Dash? Forgot to talk about the mobile games. But, anyways, um, if anyone has anything, if anyone else wants to say something, I think this is a good point to wrap up. Yeah, I'd have to agree. Well, I will tell you this. After much, after much, much research, I've discovered that Sega Superstars Tennis is not backwards compatible on Xbox One or Xbox Series X, so I apologize to all of those that I got very excited for that game. You're never going to be able to play it unless you have a 360 or a PS2 or a Wii. Honestly, we still do, so like we can like just I guess find a disc somewhere at like an independent game store or something, right? I'm very sad right now. I really wanted <laughs> to play that game. <laughs> well, on that note, anyways, if you uh, enjoyed our our topic about Sonic or uh, any of any the Mad other... links, yeah, uh, remember to like this video, subscribe to the Hub World, leave a comment, uh, tell us. Uh, uh, your opinion on Sonic. And if you don't, what? we're going to stick uh, Sonic the Werehog after you, you know? <laughs> and oh, as yeah. always, there's uh, only one thing worse than Sonic Shuffle, and that is a Geno fan. Good night, everybody. See ya. Gotta go fast. <laughs>